The big hitters keep rolling through here on the green room, powered by Simmons Homes, the great Australian builder. From one great figure of this club in stature to another great figure, the CEO, Chris Pelavanis, joining us now, who, I might add, was uh, accused at the start of this show by our chairman, Jason Sarasis, of hogging the uh, you know the official board kind of media time on this program. <laughs> uh, Chris Pelavanis, a, a warm welcome to you. How do you respond to those those allegations oh, from look. Jason? He said I was hogging it. We're at 7.48. I was told I was coming on at 7.25, so I'm not <laughs> sure who was hogging it. Um, maybe, anyway, he, maybe his argument was that he was making... Maybe his argument would be that he was making the most of, of his, his one appearance so far on the show. That would be maybe his argument, not mine. No, he's, a hard, he's a hard man to catch. He's a hard man to catch. He's a very busy man. I think we we heard him uh, earlier today and everything he's working on, he's, uh, he's quite busy. But um, let's get him on at least two, three times next season. We'll hold him to that. Absolutely. Now, I think what requires some explanation, if you're watching on the live stream, um, just for the benefit of the podcast listeners, Chris has got some green and black balloons behind him. What's going on here? Uh, that's from the function last night, and the little my little son decided that that would be a great backdrop. So I wasn't going to go against his will, so I'll, I'll let him run the show. <laughs> Good hat. So uh, we appreciate the set decoration. Uh, we love that. Uh, tell us a little bit about you know your thoughts on on the game. Uh, obviously, a big second leg coming up. Uh, but also the the function you put on that uh, that night, which was uh, by all reports very well received. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's start with the game first up. I think the boys put an exceptional shift in. Um, it was challenging, you know. We had to back up after you know two and a half days. Um, the boys, in my opinion, deserve more out of the game. I think we were unlucky on a penalty shout. I think, I think. The football world's spoken. I think everyone's seen that. There's no need for me to add any more to that. But, you know, it's just frustrating from a club point of view when you see penalties given against us in Ballarat for Ben Garuccio doing something similar. And this is, in my opinion, a lot worse and nothing's been done. But, look, that's football. These things happen. Big clubs, small clubs. You know, the flavours usually go with the big clubs and, and we saw that again. But... You know what? Our boys are resilient. Um, we've been 2 nil down to Melbourne Victory before in the past. This time we're only 1 nil down and it's half time. So bring on Saturday. Um, and this club, this group has a special resilience, a special yeah. togetherness, a special bond that we have a never-say-die attitude. And I know we're going to rock up on Saturday and put on a show and we've got this. I mean, it's, it's a great point that you make, Chris. I mean, I, Admittedly, most of these have been in a single 90 minutes. But we have seen over over the stretch games between Western United and Melbourne Victory. We've seen the Western you know, come back from behind and, and pull off some incredible results a few times before, have we not? Yeah, it's in our DNA. It's, it's something that um, our club fights hard for. You know, we never give up. Uh, that's because we're from the West... Um, we have a strong culture, a strong bond. And, you know, I, saw, I see it in the players' eyes. I see it in the coaches' eyes. There's a, there's a real resilience. And even all the staff have worked tirelessly over the last couple of weeks to get to this, to get to this stage, let alone all season. And I know that on Saturday, we'll see the best version of Western United. 
Well, speaking of that resilience as well, the other thing that's been a factor for the club throughout this final series is, you know, a few injuries here and there and some pretty prominent absentees, not least, you know, the man who we just had on before you in the form of Nikolai Topo Stanley. But to that end, you, you must be really pleased with how some of the sort of fresher players who have maybe played less minutes or are returning from injury themselves, like Josh Risden, for example, have come into this side as they did last night against victory and, and done such an impressive job. I mean, Josh in particular, I thought was, was outstanding across his um, 90 minutes last night. Yeah, I think we have a squad for a reason. And the reason we have a squad is to call on those guys um, when needed. It's extremely disappointing that we have some injuries at this time of the season because those boys deserve to be playing finals football. You know, we didn't get anything given to us. We, we achieved everything through hard work, through determination and through working to, to process and structure all season. And, you know, some things you can't control are injuries and unfortunately they've come for us at the wrong time of the season. But that gives people opportunity. That gives, you know, the next, the future stars or other players opportunities to make a name for themselves at the pointy end of the season. And, you know, it's going to happen um, for Western United, I'm sure. We were speaking to, to Nikolai before, and I, I raised the point that this, this side tends to thrive backs against the wall when they are doubted, when they are underdogs, when they are in a tight spot. It seems to be when you see the best of this team and, you know, one nil down to victory going into a second leg in front of a hostile atmosphere, that's that's the time that this group seems to thrive. Yeah, definitely, because... You know, we're a club on a journey, and I think Jason touched on it before. We're going to, you know, this is all a journey for us to get to having our own hostile environment in a couple of years. At the moment, we've achieved things that no one else in this competition thought we would achieve. And that's, you know, we travel to play in games in more stadiums than anyone in the A-League history. Um, and that creates a big, um, you know, it creates a big foundation and a bridge willpower to go to, you know, when you're challenged to go harder. And I think um, ultimately this holds us in good stead for Saturday night. And I know that's not going to phase our players. Actually, it's going to drive them and it's going to give them extra motivation to perform on Saturday night and, you know, get the result we need and hopefully achieve our first ever grand final. Yeah, well, that that variety of of stadiums really does make a a big impact over the course of the the regular season with the travel and, and all that sort of stuff. But you know, right before the end of the season, you guys were, of course, in Tasmania. But to have had the sort of last two games and the one upcoming and potentially even the game after that too, to be at Amy Park, uh, you know, a rectangular ground where we know your, your fans turn out and, and make a good noise, that must give a real uh, boost to, to the playing side as well. Definitely does. But again, they deserve it. You know, they <laughs> finished third on the leader. You know, no one gave us opportunity. If you don't finish in the top couple of spots, you don't get their ability to play. And, you know, credit to the other Victorian teams too. They've also had good seasons. And that's why, you know, all the majority of finals are going to be in Victoria. Um, I think all but one or two finals will be in Victoria, um, which shows um, football in this state's in, in a really good spot at the moment. Does that help build the the rivalry between the two clubs uh, when you're playing these, these big fixtures against each other and you're all competing for top honours? I think it does. And I think over history of all codes and all sports, there's some moments where rivalries are born. You know, it doesn't just happen. And Saturday night might be that catalyst. 
It might be the moment we come back and have one of the greatest victories in our club's history that sets us up and creates that rivalry that no one will forget. And everyone will remember the moment I was there when, Vic, when Western United went into the grand final. So, you know, that's why I'm encouraging all our fans to be there on Saturday night. We want them all to sit in base 14 and 15. You know, we're going to be smaller. We know that. And we don't have to apologise about that because that's who we are. We're a club that's in its third year. Victoria, a club that's been there from the start and had first mover advantage. Of course, they're going to be louder. Of course, they're going to be bigger. But what we're going to be is united and we're going to all be together. And I think it's going to be a real powerful message to make sure all our fans are there filling base 14 and 15. I know it might not be the most premium viewing area, but that's where we want all our fans to sit. And that's aisles 14 and 15 to ensure we're all together. Because that way, visually and, um, you know, and not only visually, but it'll be symbolic for all our players to run out and see mm. all our fans together. And I think that's something that we're working hard off the field. And for all our fans and members that are listening, please spread the word to all our Western United family, friends and members to make sure that, that when you're buying your tickets, um, that they're in aisles 14 and 15. And that's where you want to be as a supporter. That's where you're going to have the best time because you're going to be in with the green and black. And that's that's where the atmosphere is generated, right? And, and you talk about those moments where rivalry is born and the touch points we come back to in the victory rivalry. Uh, you know, the 2-0 down at, at Marvel Stadium and coming back to win 3-2 in the first first game. Uh, the the comeback win against Victor again um, at Marvel, I think it was 4-3, Victor Sanchez and uh, Rude's running all the way down the touchline and jumping oh. on top of the pile of players. And, you know, this would surpass everything uh, if if the boys were able to, to turn this around and create another, another memorable moment, wouldn't it? Of course it would, because what's at stake? This is our first ever spot in the grand final, you know, in our third only season. I think people forget that. You know, and we're trying to create some our next chapter, and that would be the next chapter in our history. Um, but, you know, even if it's not, you know, even if we don't get the result, you know, what a season it's been. So many firsts, you know, we finished our highest ever uh, position on the table. We accumulated the most ever points. We had our biggest ever win, 6-0 against Perth. We gave debuts to two young players um you know we had our youngest ever scorer this season you know we had our longest ever unbeaten run like the the records keep reeling off and i think sometimes when you're in the moment you forget about all these things but ultimately you know i could not be more proud of the work that everyone at the club's done um you know and and you know even our new coach came into a squad into a club you know that was arguably at its lowest point um we brought in, I think, 11 new players. And, and the results have been absolutely amazing, both on and off the field. So as CEO, I could not be more proud. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped because I want all our fans there on Saturday. And I can't wait because this is why we do what we do. And this is, you know, it's a journey we're on. And I want everyone there. And I really am imploring, you know, all our fans to get out there. And, you know, even all the neutral fans, jump on Western United, you know, be part, you know, don't be neutral, jump on the underdog, get there, support us and and let's let's have a go. And let's do something special. I mean, Look, I've got a little uh, I've got a little guest that wants to say a few words as well. He wants to pump everyone up as well. Hey. What are you gonna say, Thomas? Where do you want all the fans to sit tonight this week? 
The wind goes. And with who? The Western Service crew? Yeah. That's the best place Very to be. Good. That is the best place to be. I mean, even if you yeah. are a neutral fan, as you said, Chris, to, to be against, to, to barrack against Melbourne victory is, is a more than good enough reason to be involved. But yeah, if you are going to be there as a Western United fan, make sure it is in bays 14 and 15. The final one for you, Chris, before we let you go, because one of the, you keep talking about how this result could help to build this rivalry between victory. One of the best ways I reckon you could do that would be to pip them in a penalty shootout. And we asked uh, what kind of viewer Nikolai Topol Stanley would be of that sort of thing, and apparently a lot more nervous than we thought. What would you be like, uh, you know, emotionally if if it does get down to to that sort of moment on on Saturday afternoon? Yeah, I'll be a nervous wreck as well. I can't lie. I'd love <laughs> to say that I'd be calm, cool, and collected, but I'll be a nervous wreck because I know what's at stake, and and I and I know, you know. For our players and our staff and our members and fans, what's at stake, and that's why you're a nervous wreck, yeah, because you care about all those people, and and you want the best for them, and so, um, yeah, there's a lot at stake, and we love what we do, and we love being part of this club, and the passion's there. So, if you're not nervous and you're not, you know, and you're not enjoying it, um, you're probably in the wrong job, and and that's why I love what I do, and I'm privileged and. I always say to people, I'm the luckiest person because I work for a great club and I love what I do and and it's easy to do what I do. Um, but it is challenging. And um, But what we're going to achieve on Saturday night, hopefully, is going to be something special. And I can't wait to get out there. I do have one more thing to say just before we um, wrap up, guys. Last week, we announced our A-League women's team um, at our grand final, our first inaugural grand final lunch. Uh, sorry, our inaugural finals lunch. Um, that was one of my proudest moments mm. as CEO of, of Western United. But not only that, it was one of my our proudest moments as a club and personally, um, I think one of my proudest moments in sport. Um, to give the young girls of the West an opportunity to represent their club in future years, you know, we talk about leaving legacies, we talk about creating the next chapter. That's something we've done. I know people haven't realised that yet and the powerful message that's going to be, but now, you know, we're truly a club. Before that, we were just an A-League men's club. Um, now we're an A-League men's and women's club, and we have give, we've got an opportunity to give both boys and girls um, an opportunity to represent Western United and dream big and why not represent their countries or, you know, go further than that and represent, over, you know, go play in the big leagues in Europe. So we can do that now. Um, I can't wait to the journey we're on with, with the girls coming forward uh, next season. But watch your space and, you know... We've been competitive in the A-League men's side and I promise you we'll be competitive in the A-League women's side as well. Well, I don't think we have any doubts about that whatsoever. If, if, if there's one thing we've learned about Western United so far, it's ambition, right? So you want to make a splash in this competition, not there to make up the numbers. Yep, definitely. That's that's our motive. That's, I mean, you, you heard it from the chairman. That's the motive we've got at the board. And you know what? Everyone at that club has that desire and we work hard. And I know my, you know, everyone at the club works hard. I know there's a lot of tired people there, but they all do it with a smile and they all work, um, come into work every day with the same ambition and the same desire to make this club one of the, the strongest club in Australia. Chris, we're going to get let you, Thomas, and, and your balloons go, but we're going to have to talk more about that in, in a future week. And maybe we'll have to get you and Jason on at the same time just to, to keep the peace so we don't have this... Uh, competitive rivalry boil over. But, but Chris, thank you very no, you much as, we're as do, always. Guys, we're going we're to come into studio together and we'll have a bit of a banter together because uh, 
you know, Jason is an amazing chairman and, um, you know, he does a lot of work, but you got to listen to his passion and it'll be good to get him in studio as well. And we'll get in there together and um, we'll have a bit of fun.